0: Welcome to Break a Leg. You've heard that term before, and it doesn't mean forcing an injury. It's all about the arts, from theater to movies to books to TV. We'll give you the inside scoop on what goes on behind the scenes, as well as how you can get involved in the arts. Now, here is your host. Hello, everybody. It's here, obviously. Uh, Welcome to Break a Leg.
1: Show numero cinco.
2: Spanish.
1: I don't... Spanish, no opera espanol but, well, which way you name's wrong one I do speak a little Mandarin there so we could say, show woo, for five I don't know how to say show, like, number five, okay <sighs> getting off topic here, cause, uh that's just, I don't know I I find that whenever whatever I do, I just get off topic I mean, <laughs> my mom's like Raina, you have such bad ADHD I'm like, I don't think I do, and I'm like, oh look a butterfly, no, I'm kidding, I'm not like that Um, so today is obviously my holiday theme show. Last week, um, I was a bit confused. I thought it was also the holiday show last week, so I talked a bit about holidays, but not that much. So this is going to be more geared toward that. Um, but before I do any of that, I wanted to do something really important that, um, means a lot to me. So, um, if you guys didn't know, our founder, Perry Damone, passed away, uh, a few days ago um i i took it really hard you know because he was like a kind of like a grandpa to me like <laughs> i lost my grandpa and i was like really young so he was kind of like a fathery grandfather i'm not really sure but he's just like i don't know so i kind of wrote like a little letter addressed to him. i'm gonna kind of read it <laughs> hope i don't start crying i don't think i'm going to i'm pretty sure i won't pretty sure Okay, so I'm just going to kind of read this. Um if I don't know if any of you know who Perry Damon was, but he was a great person. I suggest you look him up. He was like just amazing, like I think what really like he was just like always wanting to help people and he was just really positive. So I don't know, I just, just such a great person. It's really sad we had to lose him, but you know, everything happens for a reason. God has a plan. Sorry if you're atheist, but I, I believe I'm a Christian, so I think God has a plan. Um. Anyway, here goes nothing. Also, I'm warning you guys. Um, I doing it on my computer because my printer's not working. So I wrote 778 word letter, um, two pages long on Microsoft Word. Uh, yeah, that just shows how much you meant to me, though. I mean, it's it's a lot. So sorry if you guys wanna, I don't know. I don't know. Can you skip ahead on the website on the radio thing? I, for- I forgot. Because I haven't really listened to my new shit. Like, well, I've listened to a, sh- a show, but like, anyway. If you guys don't want to, li- I mean, I'm sure you want to. Okay. I'm here. I'm just rambling. I'm just going to get started. I think I'm just trying to avoid- <laughs> All right. Perry, you are one of my biggest inspirations. I know that you've been through a lot in your life, but one thing that you've always. Well, I can't even read. Gosh. But one thing that um always stood out to me was that you were always positive. I remember whenever I would record Fashion Forward, you were always smi- there, smiling. If you guys didn't know, I um, hosted a show called Fashion Forward a while ago with um, my friend Gabby, and we did that. We had like 50 shows. It was it was a fun show, and I remember we he um was like, when I first came in, I was I had no idea what to do. Uh, I mean, because my friend Gabby literally called me up and she's like, "Hey, do you want to um, co-host a radio show with me?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> Um, and I had no idea what to expect, and I was, like, so nervous, and then he was there, and, like, he really, like, calmed me down, because he just, like, he seemed to understand that, like, I was new to that. I mean, I'd, like, spoken publicly before, but not, like, a radio show, like, that's a huge thing for me. (sighs) Anyway, back on my letter, um, let's see, where was I? But one thing about you that always stood out to me was that you were always positive. I remember whenever I would record Fashion Forward, you were always there smiling, You would greet Gabby and I and produce our shows. You would inspire me every single time I left. You told us how if we kept with what we loved, we would be successful. This is so true. I remember how you told me we could one day visit Milan, a fashion capital of the world, and that we could start our own clothing line if we wanted to. Once, you even got one of your friends from Great Britain to bring his daughter onto Skype with us and talk about fashion in England. I remember that. That was really fun. He, um, even though I don't have as much of an interest in fashion as I do for performing arts, I still apply what you say to my life every single day. Yeah, I've kind of moved on to theater and movies and stuff more than fashion, but I still, you know, that show taught me a lot. When I heard that you were in the hospital, I was heartbroken, but despite everything, you stayed positive. You would come in and visit us here in the studio when you could, and that touched my heart. Whenever you entered a room, there was a certain light that would shine. You literally radiated positivity, joy, and hope with every step you took. Everyone at the studio loved when you came to visit, too. Everyone here still loves you. I'm getting choked up. Dang it. Another thing, another thing about your character was that you always wanted to help people. Always. Another instance that I remember is when my dad and I went to the old studio to record Fashion Forward. There was a miscommunication that we were not recording that day, but you still were there recording shows. I'm kind of talking fast. I'm sorry. I have a tendency to talk fast. You invited... um. You invited my dad and I to sit down. We talked about an hour, for about an hour or so. You told us all the great things, your ideas for Kidstar, and several other projects. One of your projects was that you wanted to have kids help to build homes for the homeless in Detroit. You even wanted veterans to get involved. Wow, the way your eyes lit up when you spoke of that was just, I don't even have the words for it. It was just so heartwarming to hear and see. You always had a thing for helping people, always. I'm not going to lie, this week was really rough for me. When I heard that you had passed on, I just... I, I couldn't believe it. I just really took it... I I do, I do really took it hard. I did. I just didn't... It just didn't really feel real. I didn't even have the words to describe what I felt, even as I'm writing this right now. Or, well, I'm reading it, but when I was writing it, I was writing it. But when I, then I thought about you and what you would have wanted for Kidstar. You would have wanted us to go along and be even better and improve, and just continue to do our best. <sighs> Getting choked up. Sorry, guys. Um... Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and continue. But, yeah, I'm sorry if it's just getting really emotional. I just thought I'd... (sighs) Everyone here misses you, Perry. You were the patriarch for Kidstar, but it's okay. I know that Bruce will do a great job of taking over. He has while you were in the hospital. Yay, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce, for everything, Bruce. Uh You will live on through everyone's shows. Tech team, Angel and Harmony, Bookworm, Fame Game, The Journey, Alive and Green, every single show. Um, I just said um The Journey because Sam is producing my show right now. Hey, Serena. What you What you doing? (laughs) Producing my show. (laughs) Let me see. Sorry, getting off topic. Uh, You will live on through everyone's shows. Tech team, Angel and Harmony, Bookworm, Fame Game, The Journey, Alive and Green, Woman Investing a Woman. Every single show. I don't have to mention all of them because I feel like you already know every that every word spoken will be in honor of you. Plus, there are a lot of shows. <laughs> so, in short, I just wanted to say thank you for everything. You've created a place where I've met incredible people. Through Kidstar, I've made so many amazing friends. And the opportunities, oh, wow. I never thought I'd be able to host two radio shows. That That still just seems unreal to me that I'm even, like, talking on a radio station right now. Like, that just... <sighs> I remember the first time that I recorded Fashion Forward, you said, the segments go by fast, don't they? It's because you're having fun. Time flies when you're having fun. This statement applies to life and everything. Oh, okay, I need it. Okay. Trying to calm down, sorry. You've taught me to enjoy life, be grateful for everything, and be positive. To be kind and helpful. Sorry, guys, it just is. Thanks. It's just kind of hard, you know. <laughs> Never cried on the radio before, it's the first time for everything, right? You taught me to be positive, kind, and helpful. To others and never to miss an opportunity and most importantly to pursue what i enjoy it's unbelievable how much everyone here misses you but i know that god has taken care of you that you are not suffering you're free from the trials and tribulations of earth you've lived your life out to the fullest just like the lyrics from for good from wicked one of my favorite musicals because i knew you i've been changed for good thank you perry for everything right now That was 778 words. (laughs) Quite the author. (laughs) Yeah, that was... It feels good to kind of get that out, you know? Wow, never cried in the air before. Hope you guys like my crying voice. (laughs) Yeah, so... I just wanted to say that. Because, you know, that's just, like, really... Like, like, I was... I had a really rough week this week, and that's, like, really helped me. So... Alright, running a little low on time, so, um, yeah, I'm Raina from Break a Leg, uh, we have three other segments, probably gonna be a bit more happy than this one, uh, yeah, stay tuned.
0: Indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow, you set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. You've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams And you're expected to act a little more grown up Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life Your hosts have some amazing life experiences And because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel.
3: There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids.
0: You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel, and now... Here's the next. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Raina. Here's
1: Act B or well, second B, but I can call it Act because it's a theater. Um. Anyway, uh, thank you for posting that little thing. I just kind of had to get that out there. Um. I was kind of, I was kind of crying a little bit. Uh. Still am now. Feeling better though that I kind of got that out. I actually like wasn't expecting to cry. I was. <laughs> I just thought I thought I was over that, but I guess not. It's okay though. It's okay. Uh. He's in a better place now, and I know that's you know, it's good. Alright, let's talk about happier things, because that was a really, that was actually really tough. Uh, that was actually really tough to read. I don't know if you... I mean, I'm sure, like, I know, like, it's hard to, like, you know, talk about someone you lost, but, like, you know. It's not really easy to read <laughs> things like that. Alright, so, let's talk about holidays and Christmas, because that's right around the corner. I know you guys are like, um, that was really depressing. You're just gonna, yep, I'm gonna jump right into that. I'm gonna stop being sad and do happy christmas hanukkah kwanzaa what other holidays are there during like winter <laughs> well you're the journey you have like a kind of like hanukkah kwanzaa yeah, christmas i think that's it oh also there's festivus do you know what seinfeld is the show seinfeld serena yeah the, it's from the show seinfeld it's really no, I love that show though. It's it's a really old show, for, like from the '90s. But so Seinfeld, there's this uh thing. So there's a bunch of characters on there, and one of the characters' names is George, and his father. He's like okay. So George has like these really weird parents. I don't know. His parents are like really funny. They're like my favorite characters on the whole show. Um, oh my eyeliner's running. Dang it. So, uh, and his dad apparently. So George, growing up, he said because they had like a Christmas-themed episode sort of, you know, like the holiday specials, and he was saying, uh, yeah, my dad never celebrated Christmas, and his friend Jerry, obviously that's what the show's named after, Jerry Seinfeld, because he's in the show, he's like, what did your family celebrate? He's like, Festivus. He's like, what's that? And he's like, my dad made up this holiday where no one receives presents. Instead of a tree, there's a metal pole. We all stand from the metal pole. And then at the very and during Christmas or Festivus dinner, you air your grievances toward another, which is basically means like you tell people what you hate about them. And then and then two people must fight. And no, actually, no, it was like and then my dad and I, my dad made me fight him. And if whenever I would win, then Festivus would be over. It was really funny, because they celebrated Festivus at the end of the episode, when George was, like, all grown up, and then his dad's like, come on, George, fight me. He's like, I don't want to fight you, and then like, he tackles him on the ground. It's really funny. I love that episode. It's pretty funny. So, yeah. I remember last year, I actually asked my mom, like, hey, mom, can we celebrate Festivus this year, except without, like, the fighting, and maybe we could probably do the airing of Grievances, if you want to just have, like, a metal pole in the living room. She's like, we're gonna know we're celebrating Christmas. I like, I know, but as a joke, she's like, no, we don't, we don't do that. I'm like, Okay. I don't know if she understood if it was like for a joke. Like, I wasn't trying to like denounce my religion or anything. I love my religion, but still, like, it was kind of funny. I'm like, uh, my dad kind of wants, I think my dad was on my side. He's like, yeah, we should celebrate Festivus. But, um, actually, we probably could do it this year because, okay, if you guys didn't know, my moving situation is crazy. I just moved again out of the one rental living in into another rental. We're going to move out of that into another house. So fine, so we're not really going to get to have a tree this year, and we're, like, a little disappointed. But, you know, instead of being able to have a metal pole for Festivus. And I'm like, Festivus is, like, going to be my favorite holiday, officially. All right. So I thought I'd talk about some holiday movies. Because that's, like, holiday-y-y. That's not a word. I just made it. Okay. I made up words. I made up words. Alright, so I think my favorite, I'm going to kind of start from like my, well, actually there's not really a list or like preference thing, it's just kind of like a, I don't know. I found these, I found, I like, okay, I'm going to warn you guys, I wrote this really late at night, so I wrote these really weird descriptions for these movies, so it makes no, I'm going to read you what I wrote, and it's going to make no sense at all, so please just bear with my Oddness. (laughs) um, oddness. <laughs> I wrote this really late at night, so I was like, uh, "Type," because I cause we are moving, and I was like, I was gonna write it earlier. Cause I usually write my show like earlier in the day when I'm not like so, like delirious and tired. But we were moving, and I was like, I was like sitting in like my new room. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm gonna write this. And then, so I looked up shows, and also I pulled uh, not shows, movies, and I also pulled up movies from memory and just kind of yeah. All right. Okay, this is my favorite movie, like, of all time. Like, and I don't, I'm, well, not my, I don't know. It's probably my favorite comedy of all time. Even if it's, like, not out, of, even out of Christmas movies. Like, my family, I'm not kidding. This movie, my family watched, we, I remember one time, it was, like, maybe two years ago. We, my, my sister, my mom had a TV in her car. Like, you know, like, the little, S, like, SUVs, with, like, little TVs in their car. My sister and I watched it on repeat for, like, the entire year. And I bet you're wondering, what is this movie? I, I think I told you guys last week what it was but in case you weren't there last week or you had forgotten it was elf and this yes elf is the best comedy probably besides maybe like anything with jim carrey in it but elf is just i can't even get over elf like it's such a quotable movie like i think it's even more quotable than mean girls and like that's saying something because mean girls is probably one of the most quotable movies of all time elf was even more quotable than that plus it's probably more kid friendly anyway so the premise of Elf is that there's a man named Buddy, played by the amazing Will Ferrell, and he's a human who was raised as an elf. So that's kind of an interesting concept. You're like, oh, that's you know, you never really think of that. So he was raised as an elf, and then he finds out that he was adopted. That's kind of obvious because <laughs> he was like six foot tall in the movie, and everyone was like, all the elves were like really short, and it was it was like really funny. They actually like made the set look like I don't know, it was just really funny so yeah he was a human race as an elf he finds out he's adopted and he's like really like destroys like oh my gosh my entire life i thought he was an elf i'm like would you kind of realize because if you're the tallest elf i don't know the tallest it's a little it's really funny it's just the logic the movie is just brilliant so he goes to visit new york city because he heard that he hear, he heard. he hears that his dad walter hobbs lives there and he wants to meet him of course um so along the way, he meets many friends. He gets a love interest. Uh, he like so his uh, he get he like meets Walter's family, cause um, buddy he so Walter's his father, but his mother Susan Wells. Yes, I this it's really sad. I remember the his mother's name. That's how much I watched this movie. Susan Wells. Apparently, she died after right after he was born or something like really, and she gave up for adoption. That's why he went ended up in the um the El- North Pole. I was gonna say Elf Place, but I was like, North Pole. Um, he ended up there. So he meets Walt, like his like stepbrother, his stepmom, they're all like friendly. And in the end he kind of, you know, ends up saving Christmas. Like it's kind of one of those like movies like, oh saving Christmas is stupid, but no, like he actually like legit saves Christmas. I'm not kidding you guys. Um and he also like makes people like happy like everywhere he goes, like he changes people's lives. It's it's really actually like really good. It's really funny. It's also it's also kinda heart of heartwarming too. I feel like all those Christmas movies are. Alright. The next movie is Jingle All the Way. A lot of people actually really hate this movie and stuff, but um I don't hate it. I actually kinda of like the movie. Everyone's like, Oh, that's a stupid movie, but like you know what? No. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. So I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Yeah no (laughs) all right so junior way um arnold schwarzenegger is in it get to the chopper (laughs) no 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 one okay i just thought get to the chopper yeah or hasta la vista baby no okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stop now so he okay so he plays a dad named i think howard i don't know i don't know the guy's last name i never watched this movie as much as i did elf just warning you so he plays a man named howard who um you know he's like he's married he's a son his name, His son's name's jamie um his wife's name is liz i believe yes liz so um he's not the best dad we'll put it that way he's always at work he misses all of his sons like i don't know showcases like he's a in karate and stuff he mi- I remember, like, it was, like, his son was moving out to be, like, a green belt or, like, something really high up. And he missed it, like, because he was at work. He was trying to get home. Um, so, yeah, his son's always, like, you're never there. I'm really mad at you. Rawr. Conflict. So, he's, like, okay, how can I make it up to you? He's, like, and then Jamie's, like, because Jamie's, like, a maybe, like, 10, 11-year-old kid. He's, like, I want the Turbo Man action figure. So, Turbo Man is, like, this huge superhero who everyone loves. It's kind of, like... Think of it as, like, Iron Man from, like, this movie was, like, in the 90s, I think. I think it yeah, 90s? I think it was in the 90s, yeah. It was, like, it was, think of it as, like, the 90s version of, like, Iron Man, like, Tony Stark today. Like, that's how much everyone loved it. Like, Avengers, but less cool now. Because, like, obviously, Avengers is really awesome. Like, Man is really, really cool now. Like, but, you know. Okay, I need to... I'm kind of running out of time. And Serena's so like, hey, you're running out of time. And I'm like, okay. Probably should stop now. All right. Um... We're gonna get back to this. Yeah. Alright. See you in the next segment.
0: Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself! Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases?
3: Every Monday for purple songs can fly. On Voice America Kids.
0: You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. Show Number Five. No Alba Espanol.
1: I don't think, did I say that right? Oh, no. oh, Didn't did you speak Spanish? I thought you said you spoke Spanish okay anyway sorry i was talking to serena um host of the journey producing my show because she's amazing like that yeah so uh i was talking about holiday movies i talked about elf which is like my favorite movie of all like of all time besides jurassic park and i don't know i like i like movies but jurassic park is also but that's that's an entirely different story i'll get into that another show and you guys can hear me fangirl over dinosaurs Wow, I'm weird. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, I was talking about Elf. Uh, I started talking about Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I get to the chopper. I can't do an. I can't do an impression of him. Sorry. <laughs> um. So I was talking about how he plays a character named Howard, who's never really there for his son. He's always at work. You know, like that typical like, oh, you're never there, Dad. Uh. So he's like, okay, son, how can I make it up to you? And he's like, I want a Turbo Man action figure. I forgot. He said he has this whole like monologue about like what the what's like on the action figure doll thing, and I'm like I don't I forgot I remember, I could probably like could remember, like recite it. I want a Turbo Man action figure with the okay I forgot it never mind. I put too I I believed myself too much. <laughs> I had too much confidence in my memorization of movies I had seen like two years ago. So <laughs> all right, so I was gonna I was saying think of Turbo Man like Turbo Man was like really cool in that movie. Like, everyone, like, loved Trevor Man. Like, I was saying, like, think of him as, like, a really, like, old 90s Iron Man. Like, that's... Like, everyone loves Iron Man. Like, I've never met one person who doesn't like Iron Man. If you don't like Iron Man, then you'll be the first person I've seen that doesn't like Iron Man. Like, even Captain America from my, The Avengers is my favorite, but I still love Iron Man. I mean, like, let's let's be honest here. Let's be real here. So, he has to... So, he's like, okay, you know, I'll get you the doll. Um... For Christmas, it's like Christmas Eve, it's like on the 23rd that takes place, so on the 24th, the next day, Christmas Eve, he has to go shopping, and then his wife Liz, I remember he's like getting everybody's like brushing his teeth or whatever, and she's just like, oh, did you get those that Turbo Man doll? He's like, she's like, yeah, they're out of, they're, they're going to be out of stock everywhere. He's like, oh, crap, because he, he like, I think he remembered that he w- wanted the Turbo Man doll, but he didn't get the, him the doll, because he was so busy at work, he's like, yeah, I totally have it, <laughs> and then, it's really funny, because, so... He next day he's like frantically searching the entire, not the world, the entire I forgot what state it took place in. He's searching he's searching like literally the entire state for a Turbo Man doll, and he can't find anything. It's so funny, Um, because all the stores were sold out. He he's like I should have bought it like three months ago. It was really it's really funny, and then he meets this mailman. His name's like Myron. He's played by that guy. He's like Sinbad or something. I don't know. The guy's name's like Sinbad. I don't really know why. It just kind of is. But he's like, he and uh, Myron, the, they're like the mailman. They're like fighting over it and they're like raising each other across town. And they were like friends and then they become enemies and then they become friends again and they become enemies. It's like really chaotic. And then, yeah, it's really funny. And, that, the, and then the all in the while, that was really loud. I'm like, all in the while. Okay. I'm just criticizing the way I talk because I talk really fast. I talk really fast. I need to slow down. But I can't. Because that's who I am. Okay. So, <laughs> Alright. So, uh, where was I? Again, really bad ADD. Sorry. Uh, what uh mailman. Oh, and all the while, um, his neighbor, Tom, was the guy's name? I don't know. Uh, he's like, he's like, so the guy, his is like divorced. Yeah, that's the. Oh, who, yeah, it's Ted, Ted, Ted. That's what it was. His neighbor's name. His neighbor's name was Ted, and he's played by Phil Hartman. Thank you so much, Serena. Appreciate it. Um, so Ted, he's divorced, so he's like hitting on his wife the entire time, and he has to like kind of stop that. and It's like really funny, and the wi- And then the wife, his Howard's wife, Liz, is like, um, no, it's really funny. So yeah, I thought it was a kind of funny movie. Some people don't like it. But, yeah. Oh, do you remember how I said I was going to read to you all the weird um, things I wrote, the descriptions I wrote about the movies for, uh, at like, what, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, so, because I'm just kind of, like, using it as, like, an outline, because I just, like, write, like, an outline. I don't, like, write, like, a word-for-word thing for my show. I read the elf one. The elf one was normal. The jingle all the way one was really weird. It's like, a man who has procrastinated buying a terrible man action figure, something his son wants like crazy, three exclamation points. This is what I wrote at 10 o'clock at night. Must search through the whole town to find one to also make up for his lack of dadliness. Deal with it. It's a word. I'm like, i was <laughs> so tired. I literally made up the word dadliness. And in parentheses, I wrote deal with it. Please don't judge me. Miracle on thirty fourth Street, next movie. Um I've never seen I've only seen like a few snippets of it. I've actually never seen the entire movie. Yes, Q the Disappointed, like what? How could you? Um it's like a classic, like it's in black and white, so how classic can you get? You know? Um they there's a guy and he's like, he claims he's Santa, but they don't believe he's Santa and it's like a whole thing. That's all I really know. That's what I literally wrote was like I literally, for the description I wrote, classic. They don't believe the guy is Santa. That's what I wrote. <laughs> again, I, please apologize. Um, I, I apologize for that. Um, I was really tired. I can't even talk right today. Alright. Next movie. Um, Rudolph the red Reindeer. So this is a, like, really, again, a classic movie. It's, like, one of those classic, like, claymation ones. Like, the ones that, you know, like, your parents watched as a kid. Like, I remember my mom and dad, like, yeah, they put that on one time a year. And we all, everyone, gathered around to watch it, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." They said the same thing with Wizard of Oz. Like, they would always play Wizard of Oz during e- either Easter or Christmas, and everyone would watch it. And they only played it once a year. I'm like, "What? How could you only play that once a year?" It's like one of my favorite movies, I have too many favorite movies. Anyway, so Rudolph the Rednosed Reindeer. It's a story about like, like I think they based it on the song. I mean, pretty easy to. So yeah, he's a reindeer. Born with a red nose, kind of cast out from society. He meets a little elf guy and he who wants to be a dentist, and I think that's really adorable. He's like, he's like, I want to be a dentist. I don't want to make toys. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're misfits. We're we're cool with that. I'm like, you know what, that's that's good. Good for you guys. And then they meet this other guy who's like a gold miner, his name's like Cornelius. I think. I'm trying to, I I don't know how I even remember this. I've seen this movie like five years ago. And then they see like this thing called like a bumble it's like a yeti thing and then they have to fight it and, like i don't know and then Rudolph's like has like a girlfriend thing named like clarice or something yeah clarice yeah i think so yeah so it's a really good like cute little movie to watch it's nice uh for the for the um description that i wrote on the thing when i was tired I wrote, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like, you know, colon for the description, and I wrote, um, enough said. What? I think, I okay, I was also not only tired last night, but exceptionally lazy. Shame on you, Raina, shame. (laughs) Alright, Frosty the Snowman. The description I wrote was, uh, again, this one's kind of a given, but I, I need to kind of not be so lazy and describe what actually these movies are to people, because some people haven't seen these movies. Some people haven't. A lot of people have, but some haven't. Get it together, Raina, gosh, no. So Frosty the Snowman, again this it's like the song, so if you've ever heard the song it's like almost exactly like the movie. Um there's a magician guy and he loses his hat and the kids put it on the snowman and he's like, Hey, I'm Frosty the Snowman and then they do Frosty the Snowman things. I didn't see that movie in a really long time, like probably that was like maybe seven years ago, gosh. I don't know, it was a really long I was really little when I watched that um, evil magician, is the evil magician guy, and then, like, he tries to kill the snowman, I'm like, god, dude, it's a snowman, calm down, evil, evil man, evil, <laughs> all right, um, let's see, oh, the Santa Claus, one, two, and three, because there's three movies for the Santa Claus, um, the first one I watched a long a while ago i still remember i I think i've ever seen the second one i've seen the third first and third one the second one i've only seen like the very ending of i think yeah so for the santa claus um tim allen it plays i forgot what the guy's name was but he um he's like divorced and then his um his son he's like staying with his son her son's staying with him for christmas and then, like, there's a sand, they see Santa on the roof, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? So Santa falls off the roof, it's kind of violent, and then the guy, like, dies, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So then, Tim Allen, because he, I, I don't think he killed Santa, but he just kind of, I don't know, I don't know where, why, but he's, like, destined to be the next Santa Claus for some reason. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to get back to this, because, again, running a little low on time. Uh, thank you for listening
0: responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet but are you doing enough we've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green mario jr is the host of alive and green the show is all about green tips staying environmentally friendly and having fun while doing something great for our mother earth you'll want to check out the show tuesdays at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time on the voice america kids channel if we all do our part now it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later
3: bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book.
0: What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next ad. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. Mwah.
1: Again, I'm really weird. Please don't judge me. <laughs> Has- hashtag judging you. No, please don't. All right, so I was talking about holiday movies because I wanted to change it to a happier subject. So... um. I was talking about a bunch of different stuff, uh, also I wanted to warn you guys, if you guys forgot this warning or if you're just tuning in, I wrote this at like 10 o'clock at night when I was really, really tired, so I wrote these descriptions for these (laughs) movies and they're really weird, and (laughs) I don't, I don't even really, okay, but, yeah, that's, (laughs) um, I, I have like other dis- I have like a mental description of the movies because I obviously know what the movies are so luckily for me I don't have to rely on just the weird things I wrote so I was talking about the movies the Santa it's called the Santa Claus there's one, two, and three so the first one um, is you know so Tim Allen plays Santa Claus or whatever the guy's name is um and he indirectly murders Santa so <laughs> He makes him fall off a roof and die. I'm like, "Oh, that's a little dark for a holiday movie, don't you think isn't didn't Disney make that movie? I think Disney made it's like thanks a lot, Disney. It's cam nice things, Disney. not kidding. It's actually a really good movie, but um, so he be- indirectly becomes the santa- he like he starts like, to become the Santa Claus like he gains like two hundred pounds or something, and then like he like I don't know he grows like a beard or whatever, and like he becomes like Santa Claus." and everyone doesn't believe him and stuff and like the um uh, it's really good though like and then he becomes Santa and everyone's like oh cool. I don't think I've ever seen the second one. I mean, I think I might have seen the ending, but I think he like meets a Mrs. Claus cuz the guy was divorced or whatever and then like they have a baby or something or I don't know. That's that's all I really know. The third one has Martin Short in it as Jack Frost. The the bluey the blue guy with the icicle, cool icicle makeup. Actually, that was actually really cool special effects makeup. I like that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And then he's like evil, and he tries to like take over the world and like enslaves children. Or not? No, he enslaves the elf. He enslaves the elf children because the child, like the elves, look like kids or something, and like. And then he like makes it all bad, and I don't know. But then they stop him. Yeah, White Christmas. Um, all I know about it is the musical. But hey, Serena, actually, would you like to tell us about White Christmas? Come here. Come here. here. Mm -hmm. This is Serena. She's producing my show. Also, she's the host of, uh, The Journey. Here, Serena, you can talk in the microphone. Hello. So tell us about White Christmas, because I've never seen it before. Well, um, it's practically, it has Danny Kaye, Bing Crosby, and then, um... I don't know the other actors' names, but it's practically just these two guys are in the military, and they're both really good at singing, and then oh, one saves the other one's life, and so he convinces him to start singing with them. And so they go to, through all these things, then they meet, like, two girls, and at first um, Bing Crosby doesn't like them, and then, like, they just go through a bunch of adventures together with the girls, and I really like it. That's That's one of the movies. We literally watch every year, like, without a doubt. It's my mom's favorite Christmas movie, and it's mine, too, besides Elf. Elf is great. That's not, Yeah, my mom was telling me, like, yeah, you really love this movie. You have to watch it whenever it's on. I'm like, yeah, I know, I wanted to, because I love, like, those musicals. Plus, like, I like those, like, older, like, Hollywood musicals. Like, those are, like, I have, like, I love those. Like, The Wizard of Oz, that, Singing in the Rain, like, all those. I love all those. Like, those are just, like, really fun. All right. Um, for White Christmas, All it was just musical because that's all I knew about it um okay this next one's probably like okay I actually just seen it for the first time last year and it probably became one of my favorite Christmas movies um A Christmas Story (laughs) I love that one so much it's the best besides elf but it's so funny and then literally all I wrote for it was in quotation marks you'll shoot your eye out kid because okay so it's about this uh kid Ralph or Ralphie just Ralph I don't know so it's it's like telling the story about like what Chris, like his like favorite Christmas was and his like entire life and he, when he was back in a kid or whatever, and he wants a BB gun for Christmas, but everyone's like, no, you are gonna shoot your eye out, and like everyone's like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. That's like the main thing, and like there is a lot of really funny stuff that happens. Like he uh, his dad gets like this one lamp. It looks like a woman's leg, and it's like really weird. And it's like every, all the guys like stare at it, and the wife like doesn't the wife like throw it on the ground or something. Yeah, she like breaks it, and then um, he and his brother go see Santa Claus at, like Macy's whenever, and uh, this is like a like an older movie, so like this is like back, back when you know, and the Santa Claus like he's like, what do you want for Christmas? And the Santa's like really scary, and he's like, I want a BB gun. He's like, you'll shoot your eye out, And they throw him down the like the slide, because like a slide to go down. They like the elves and the Santa like literally like throw him down the slide. It's really funny, and then he beats up with, like this like school bully, and then um the there's like um what else a lot of like funny little stuff happens but i'm th- I'm thinking of like the main stuff, oh on Christmas Day, the neighbors like have like these like like twenty bloodhounds or whatever, and they all like rush in the house and eat like the turkey that the mom was making, and the dad like freaks out, so they all go to like this Chinese restaurant <laughs> and they make a goose and, <laughs> and they cut the goose head off and the wife, like the wife starts like laughing like crazy, it's actually kind of funny though, and like <laughs> Uh, but, it's, and then they, like, they're trying to sing, like, the fa-la-la-la-la. i am not trying to be racist, though, but, like, sometimes Chinese people have, like, a harder time, like, saying their, um, L's. And they go, fa ra 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 It's, it's really adorable. I love it. I'm not trying to be racist at all. It's just, like, but, hey, it's okay. Americans, we have, like, really heavy L's. Like, a lot of, like, I don't know, like, in Spanish, or in, like, Italian, you go, like, la, like, really fast. We go, like, oh, la la also, also, Americans are really—I don't know—we're we, Americans. Okay, I'll make—I'll make it something to. Okay, if that sounded racist, if anyone was offended, I didn't mean it. I'm just trying to, you know, like it's—I mean, I understand those accents. Um, let's see, what can we—what can I say that will like make it even for Americans? Like again, okay, we like we have McDonald's and people are chubby. I don't know. I tried—I tried making it up. Not all people, but I don't know. I tried making it up so no one will be offended. I'm not trying to be mean at all. I'm just I'm being honest. Like that's what happens in the movie. I'm not. I don't have any weird political against people views or something. Okay. <sighs> so yeah, that's what I wrote for that. The you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And that's a really good movie. You guys should watch it. It's really funny. Home Alone. This is also really. Good. <laughs> um, this what the one the description I wrote for it was proof that ten year olds can totally fend for themselves for two weeks. And I'm like. Oh. <laughs> so what, what happens is there's this kid. What's, it, do you know, what, what's the kid's name, Serena? It was like, uh... Bi- Billy? Not Billy. Are you going to look it up? Okay. So Serena's going to look it up. So this kid, I, I I swear, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know that guy's... I know the kid's name. I, I don't know why I thought it was Billy. T- uh... Oh, dang it. I know what it is. But anyway, she's going to look it up for me. Thank you. Um, so his family goes on a vacation to Europe for uh, Christmas, you know. And he – Kevin. Kevin, that's what it was. Kevin. Thank you. Sorry. I kind of freaked you out there. I was like – I was really excited, though, because I remember it was Kevin. It was Kevin. I was – it was like kind of speculating in my mind. I'm like, Kevin, Kyle, no. I don't know why. I was thinking – Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Pilly billy <laughs> but that's like such a stereotypical name just like billy but um yeah so his parents lee his parents his entire family he's a huge family he gets in a fight with them that night and like they, they have him like sleep in the attic because like all his family's coming over and like he i guess he has to sleep there anyway because there's not enough room so he's like okay i'll just sleep in the attic I'm like okay whatever so they forget about him while and then on the plane they're like wait where's kevin and they're like ah they forget him and they don't fly all the way to europe and he's left home alone by himself for a really long time it probably was, it wasn't like two weeks i think it was like a week or less wasn't it like four days or something but it's so funny because he like goes grocery shopping and he just like he's like totally functional like and like do you remember the aftershave thing he puts like he's like shave he like shaves and he puts like that aftershave stuff on and he's like ah and he burns his face it's so funny um And then also, in the meantime, these two burglars are like trying to break into everyone's houses and steal their stuff, you know? So they try and break into their, um, Kevin's house, and he sets up all these traps and stuff for them. It's so funny. I just, it's a really funny movie. Another one that's really funny is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Have you ever seen the Christmas Vacation? They call it National Lampoon's because that's like the whole series. They also have one, they have a vacation to Europe, they have a Vegas one, they have, I've only seen the ending of the christmas one but what the description i wrote was jelly of the month club because <laughs> at the end it's like there's a jelly of the month club and it's like it's really funny and then the lights and the <laughs> it's, it's really funny um one of the th- funny things about it was i remember like so he uh, what's his name dang it i forgot the guy's name clark clark that's the guy's name his family, like, is visiting for Christmas or whatever, and, like, all these crazy things happen. And, like, he, like, sets up this, like, huge light display. And then, like, I think, like, like something goes off, like a rocket goes off or something. Like, one of the lights, like, explodes. like No, it was, I think one of the, I forgot what it was, but something explodes and it's, like, flying through the sky. And, like, his great-grandmother, like, this really old one, was, like, just started singing the Star-Spangled Banner, and everyone, it's, I don't know, it's, like, really funny, and then just, like... It's ironic. It's like an ironic kind of funny. I don't know. You have to watch it to like see it. Um, two more things, because I know I'm running out of time. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, it's, it's like, you know, for the description that I wrote when I was tired, you know, I just wrote, he stole it and then gave it back. That's basically what up the entire movie. He stole Christmas, and then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to give it back. I feel bad. It's like, you're a failure, a villain. I'm sorry, Mr. Grinch guy. And then The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and then I, I wrote extremely popular creepy claymation thing because actually like the music's like good like, I've listened to like some of the music but the, the, clay- the claymation kind of creeps me out a little bit just a little bit because I get kind of creeped out by that kind of stuff but it's okay it's Tim Burton he's kind of spo- his like that's like his style so thank you so much for listening to my show today guys I really appreciate it like you have no idea like I just wanted to kind of say like you guys really mean a lot to me like this is like i can't even i still like can't even believe i'm like producing a show um also merry christmas happy hanukkah kwanzaa festivus uh any other holiday that i'm forgetting if i do i'm sorry (laughs) um yeah i'll see you guys next time for the new year's episode where i can talk about new year's stuff all right thank you so much for listening to my show today guys um you've been listening to kid star radio um, the show's produced by
0: Kidstar, obviously. Kidstar Radio, we empower kids. Thanks for tuning in to Break a Leg. We hope you had as great a time as we have. And we'll join us again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Until next week, good luck. Or, er, um, break a leg.
1: My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now, from the Kid Star of the Month, here is the Pops and their song, Octopus.
2: But I don't practice karate because I'm an invertebrate I'm spineless but I've got ink and I don't mind squirting it, yeah I can them up with my saliva. I suck them down, each one I found, It helps me stay alive. I'm an octopus, and I'm a funky cephalopod. If I lose an arm, I'll grow it back right where it was on my body. My pigment cells are there to change my skin with camouflage. But more evil comes. I'm elusive as a mirage. Yeah. The kids album on the month.